So guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ike MMA podcast or the Ike MMA show, whichever one you prefer. And I'm joined by Yo- Jovan Mastorovic. Mastorovic, yeah. Mastorovic. Um, it makes much loss for us fighting out of South Southeast London from Croydon, Croydon, isn't it? Uh, yeah, South South London, Croydon, South London, Croydon. Uh, we recently switched gyms, so I was gonna say, um, but I, I don't have the name of the new gym yet. And it's nowhere, on, it's not on the topology website. It's nowhere online. So I was kind of thinking, because I remember you did tell me that you, you changed gyms because your other one, which was in Windsor, was just way too far away for you to get to. Yeah, so yeah. I'm still I'm still in the process of that. Uh, okay. Um, obviously, I'm, I was meant to fight last Saturday, but I ended up picking up a cut. Yeah, um, I, I, my yeah. eye, so I had to pull out. So I'm waiting for that cut to recover. Um, and then um, yeah, as soon as that's recovered, I'm gonna go spar at um, the new gym. I'm hopefully gonna move to. Yeah. Um, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. Uh, keep it quiet for now, until I make that change officially. If it goes through, um, hang on. Yeah, hold on. Just need to, need to make one small adjustment here, which I should have done at Go the on. beginning of the episode. Perfect. So I'm not now just seeing you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's not, it? I'm, yeah. So that's fine now. So you're saying about your um, gym that's um is still in the works, which in the new gym you're gonna be joining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just because, look, man, I was at Apex Army with, um, that was, um, with the head coach, he's Adam Amazinger. Um, he's a cage warrior fighter and, uh, he's the younger brother of Dean Amazinger who works at UFCPI in Shanghai. So, look, man, like, I can't, I can't fault the training there. Like, the amount I've learned with them is, like, ridiculous. Like, my striking, especially, like, and even, like, my, my, my get-ups, my MMA get-ups have gone, gone a lot better. Um, but for me, it was just a travel, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a really good setup and I was sound of everyone there. Everyone took me in so well and I can't be anything but thankful. But it's just going from South London, Croydon to Windsor every day, man. That's like 20 pounds a day on fuel and where I'm training full time, man. It's just not sustainable, man. You know what I mean? No, I completely understand because I used to be in, in a similar situation, although it was to do with what... what... It was to do with where I was working the weekend. I live in Hackney, East London, and where I was working was in Ealing, all the way over in West London. So um, you find that actually by the time you get to work or wherever you're going to be going to, if you're going to be doing it on a regular basis, you find that actually by the time you get to the destination, you're always worn out and you don't even have the energy yeah. to work or train or whatever. So I completely understand what you mean. Um, so, yeah. I mean, well, overall, how are things? Uh, how things things are good, man. Things are good. Things, things are good. I can't complain, like, Obviously, like, like I said, I got I got cut, and um, ever since I've been cut, like it sucks. I had to pull out my fight, and you know, I got cut after having two weeks out with a staph infection here on my forehead. That's just oh. recovered now, thank God. Like, wow. yeah, man, that's why. Yeah. That's why, like, listen, even when I got cut, man, I was like, I was like, ah, oh, I'm fighting, fuck, I'm fighting, like my ego, you know what I mean? Like me not wanting to pull out and whatnot, but. I spoke to like a few friends of mine that are pros and stuff and like they said to me, they were like, look mate, like you just had two weeks out with staff. You've not sparred, your timing's off. Your first session back, you got cut. Like just lower your ego, think of your brain instead of your balls and just pull out the fight, like make a smart decision for once. And I was like, you know what? Let me listen to them. And listen, I'll be real, like since I've taken that time off, like it's actually been really good for me, man. It's been really good for me because even after my last fight against uh, uh, Conor Time on March 5th on victory, like I think I, t- I fought on a Saturday and I was back training on the Thursday. So I took no time off. 
You know what I mean? So this whole time off I've had, I've just been doing loads of S&C, getting for you can tell by, you can see lines in my face that way, you know, my body fat's a little bit lower than usual. Mm, yeah, my yeah, cheeks yeah. Aren't, aren't as full as they usually are. So yeah. I've just been getting lean um, and just getting, just staying in shape, man, and working on myself physically and working on my striking, been coaching more. Um, good, good. And yeah, man, so I can't lie, things have been going really good. I've been studying the game a lot more, like my understanding of the sport is way, way yes. better. Nice, that's um, very nice. So very yeah, good. man, you've got you've got to take the positive out of every situation. You know what I mean? Like things aren't always ideal, but it's about how you how you deal with them, man. You're either gonna like pull up into a ball and cry, or you're gonna like just take it as it is and take what you can out of it. You know what I mean? So I we um we have kind of I've interviewed you before, but it didn't. It didn't go according to plan. It didn't um, take place properly. So, um, as I do with all fighters and, and anyone affiliated with this sport, whether they're a fan, a coach, or a podcaster, um, what got you into mixed martial arts and how, where did your interest with the sport start? Right, so in martial arts in general, I started at the age of six. Um, my dad got me into karate. Um, cause like he was a karate black belt, Shotokan black belt. Um, and it saved him from like doing stupidness. So I was just getting in loads of trouble as a kid. And my dad was like, you know what, stick him into karate, get him into like, some discipline. Then I stopped karate when I finished primary school. And then I think like when I started secondary school, I started like boxing a little bit, like just like with my mates and stuff. Um, like my mates took me to a boxing club, boxed there a little bit, but. I don't know, I just I just enjoyed kicking people in the head a lot more. So <laughs> I think when I was like what, thirteen, yeah. fourteen, I was just getting into like loads of trouble in that school and like I was boxing before, so my dad um he took me down to uh Impact uh, Impact Academy down in Croydon. It used to be called Impact now, um I don't know what they're doing now, man, like the facility's still open but I believe that this is called another gym. I don't even know, man, I've not been there ever since. So yeah, I started with kickboxing there and then um, transitioned onto some Muay Thai, trained Muay Thai for quite a bit. And then when I was 14, um, I was just still getting in trouble in school. And my RS teacher, funnily enough, um, she was training down at, you know, New Wave in uh, in Woodside in Croydon, uh, New Wave um, Academy. Yes, yeah, I do know. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, Noah yeah, she... Mannion's gym. Yeah, yeah, no, yes, yeah, Noah yeah. Mannion's a good mate of mine. Yeah, 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 that's Noah's gym. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she took me down there when I was 14. She was like, listen, you c- come in. I can see you love fighting. These guys, like, see what it's like. See if you want to do this as a career path because school wasn't going well for me. I can't lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. School weren't school going great for me. Like, um, So, yeah, I just I started at 14. Um, and then I ended up stopping in year when I started year 11 because I was playing football at the same time. And my parents were like, you can't do both. Like, I have a pick football fighting. I wanted to pick fighting, but my dad was like, no, like, because my dad had more of a love for football. So he was like, look, just do football. And I sort of went with football just to satisfy my dad. That didn't really work out. I mean, I played semi-pro in England. I played a bit of pro in Serbia. Didn't really work out. And then I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I was like, get straight into fighting for long. So I've been back on fighting for like coming up to two years now. Okay. Yeah, so two years back on, man, and look, since I've been back in the sport, man, I've never looked back, man. I love this more than anything, man. There's nothing I love more than, than the fighting. Than 
I've, yeah, oh, fighting, yeah. Fighting especially. Fighting is a different type of love, man. I love training. I can't lie, yeah. but fighting is just different, man. It's just way better. So out of the two, you prefer you prefer uh, mixed martial arts to football? Yeah, definitely, man. They're so much more fun. Do you know what it is? I just hate the running, innit? Oh, yeah. I'll be yeah. real. I Mate, like, it was a bit like, when I was playing football, I used to have to, like, run, like, Totally minimum ten kilometers a day. So I'd I'd always wake up, do a five k run in the morning, go training, train all day, and then depending on how much I covered, um, if I didn't cover enough, I'll go for another run before bed. Right, man, it was ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. and I remember there was there was a time in a, in a game I played in Serbia. It was like a pre-season tournament. Um, when I was uh, um, on trial at this club before through the game I kept getting like I was playing left wing back right Ben and my defensive midfielder I was playing left wing back never played left wing back in my life I actually played pretty alright and I kept getting shouted at by my coach like because apparently I wasn't like doing my job but I ran like the most out of anyone on the pitch Sure. and I just remember like into that 60th minute into the second half and my calves started cramping I was thinking like you know what fuck this shit man this is long I was like, what? Why am I just running like, like a dickhead? Like, what the hell? Like, this is, I just want to punch someone up. Like, mm, I want to get yeah, back into yeah, fighting. Yeah. And, then, and then I ended up getting injured. Um, and the club didn't want to pay. I think you were talking about the, I didn't have the money to pay um, it. So I was like, martial arts. And you were talking about fight, um, had no how you did football first. Like, not to get was a big fan of football. Yeah, he wanted you to football. You did football, but I think you were, all the running and all the cardio really wasn't your yeah. cup of tea. So you got I fed up with that and you wanted to go, you, you said you had, you had to have an operation and the, um, the team, the promoter, so they wouldn't pay for your operation. Yeah. So the club, they didn't want to pay to, for the operation because I think it was somewhere around like 3,000 euros or something. Cause in Serbia, there's no like NHS or nothing. It's all like, you got to pay. It's a bit like America. You got to pay for everything, man. Like it's ridiculous. So they didn't want to pay. I didn't have the money for it. And I was like, sorry. I was like, get back into it. Get into MMA. Like something, something's telling me to get back into it. So I just had to listen to my gut. And I did. And I didn't, like, I have not looked back ever since, to be fair. You know what I mean? Going into mixed martial arts, um, was any like concerned for your health and your safety? I mean, because the sport, as entertaining as it is to watch and even to compete and I have to say when I went for my first few kickboxing lessons it was I felt it's very therapeutic getting rid of all of that stress and anger renting it out but I mean at the same time unfortunately there is the brutal side of it because you're defending yourself and your opponent's going to be going on the offensive you know trying to attack you was there any concerns from your family about um, uh, you know concerns for your health yeah I mean to be fair like my family were like they weren't really supportive about it. Like my mum, my mum weren't really happy about it. Uh, my uncles, they weren't like my uncles from my mum's side. They were, like everyone from my mum's side was just like, like, "Why are you doing this? Like you're just gonna be like a pawn." I was like, "Listen, mate, I, I don't, I don't care. Like this is what this is what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like I knew this is what I wanted to do." And everyone from my dad's side of the family, thank God, they were all supportive because like a lot of them are like judokas and stuff because like judo's quite big in Serbia, so. They understand the whole fighting side and they were like to me, listen, like, you clearly have something for fighting, so why not? You know what I mean? Like, see if it's for you. If you're getting beaten up, then obviously it's not for you. <laughs> it 
if you're doing all right, then uh, then clearly, clearly, like, pursue it, you know what I mean? And thank God now all of my family is quite supportive over it. Of course, like, my mum, my mum was, like, mad scared about it because, like, the amount of injuries I had from football was just ridiculous, like, the best way I can describe myself is a little bit like Daniel Sturridge, mate. Like, just getting injured over everything. I'm like, you know, like that old broken down, like, PlayStation 3 controller that's had, like, cellar tape over it and stuff. And yeah. even though you've got a PS4, when you play, like, <laughs> Ultimate Team, you use that old PS3 controller to throw it out the wall when you're raging, isn't it? That's what my body's like. Yeah. My body's like that beaten up PlayStation 3 controller, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what? To be fair, though, like, even though there are loads of, like, risks with MMA with the injuries I'm actually more way more of a complete athlete than than I was like as a footballer to be fair because like the amount of like mobility that I'm doing now and the stretching and stuff like I'm not having issues with muscles thank god like touch wood you know what I mean so I ain't got issues with muscles obviously with the joints it's a whole different thing like my knees like my knees all over the gaff to be fair um (laughs) but that's what I'm doing a lot of like S&C to just to prevent any like cause of injury, I'm doing my essence. I'm doing prehab, so just to minimise the the opportunity of an injury. Now, I mean, obviously stuff like cuts and whatnot and staff, you can't really, you can't really control that. You yeah, know what I mean? You just got to sort of like keep your hands up and hope in it. <laughs> but um, as far as like any of injuries are concerned, thank God I'm, I've not got anything like to worry about. Um, because like like I said, man, I'm, I believe like. All that time I've had with football was like work experience as well. Because now I know like what to do. I know my body a lot more and I know like, I know how to, I listen to my body now way more than I did before. So I'm not overtraining and I'm definitely, I'm not under training. So I'm doing just the amount, just the perfect amount of training that I need to be doing. Yeah, um, yeah. and yeah, like to be fair, I just feel like a, I'll be real with you, man. I feel like a unit, man. I feel like every day I'm just like stronger, better, quicker, fitter. Mm. Like, mate, even my discipline, man, my discipline, especially now the time off I've had from the cut, like, I've learned, like, shit, like, from, like, whereas before with football, I'd get, like, injured and I'd just go off the rails and I'd start eating and going out and doing, like, all sorts, whereas now I'm just way more disciplined in my food and I'm still counting my calories even though I'm not in camp. Like, I'm counting my calories. I'm making sure, like, I'm on point. I'm, I'm, I've still really? got my goals. Yeah, 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 no, man, I always count my calories. It just helps me have being a routine, man. Look, if I I'm not in a routine, it's just hectic for me. In a sport such as, well, combat sports, just extreme sports, I mean, I thought, you know, because they train so hard, I mean, you still have to be mindful of what you're eating. There's certain foods that I do see yeah, in here that athletes avoid completely. Um, because the training is so intense, the calories just, the, sorry, the calories just run through your system like water. That's what I was used, I used to think. It's true, but it's like, I've got like a plan, I've got sort of like plans and goals. Like, yeah. Right now I'm fighting at welterweight. Um, and like I've sparred like a few lightweights and stuff. Like when I was getting some rounds up in team crossface, just before I got staff. Um, and bruv, like some of the lightweights there, bruv, they're big, strong guys, bruv. Like, <laughs> I was looking at them like, boy, they're big. Like, damn, like. Even I'm 20, man, I believe, like, I, I would like to make lightweight at some point. Um, mm-hmm. I would like eventually sometime in the near future to fight a lightweight. I think for my next fight, I would like a catch rate maybe at 73 or 75 kilos, something like that. Ideally 73. Um, so I would like to make lightweight, but we'll see, man. We'll see how my body develops, really. You know what I mean? 
But I believe I believe I can make lightweight. So that's the reason why I'm still disciplined on my with my calories because I'd, yeah, I'd be actually yeah. on the weight class. So and I believe I can. I I believe like my 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 skill set and I'd be way more like my style as well. I'd be lighter and my style is like based on speed and stuff, especially my striking. Like I'm not I'm not one of them one of them guys that just likes to to just walk people down and hit hard now. And I want to move, create angles, pick people off. Yeah, you know what I'm Make saying. Make an entertaining so, fight for people to watch, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. Like, but no one wants to like watch you just walk someone down and just like take twenty <laughs> bloody shots like to the head. Like, what, what the fuck, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like, move your feet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's another reason why I think I'd be way more like dangerous at lightweight than at welter. You know what I mean? Um, plus, them guys at lightweight aren't as big as welterweight, so I could be, probably deal with a grappling a lot easier. Because yeah. mate, having someone and fighting someone who can grapple and is strong, like my last opponent, Connor, man, like, bruv, long day, long day, man. <laughs> so, going into, uh, say you had a fight coming up, um, although I'm sure for every, every fight and for every athlete it will be different. If you've got a yeah. competition coming up, for you yourself, how would you go and prepare that saying what your training can be like, your nutrition, your diet, what those things, what would they be like? How'd you go about so doing this? Yeah, so preparing for a fight, obviously depending on the, the way I'm fighting at, right? So say for instance, my next fight was a 73 catch rate, right? Which would be like an ideal scenario for me. Obviously, like, I would see how my body deals with, because I'm currently eating like two and a half thousand calories, which is like enough for me, bearing in mind, like, to still be in a deficit and lose weight and training like twice a day, even though those, those sessions are nowhere near as intense as they would be if I was in my MMA training, right? So I'd see how my body gets on um, with two and a half thousand calories. Um, and obviously, if I need to drop the calories to, to drop the weight, like, it would, they would have to be done. Um, obviously, still keeping my protein intake quite high, so I'm not losing as much muscle as I would be initially. Um, in terms of my skills, I think I would definitely like to work more my grappling offensively. Um because I actually feel like, even though I didn't show this in my last fight, yeah, like, I, sh- I actually, like, did not back up my takedown defense at all. Like, I like to think I'm, like, decent in takedown defense, right? But I think even, like, my grappling in general is, like, not not bad, but it's just I didn't really do much of it in my MMA rounds when I was at Apex, if that makes sense. I just fell in love yeah. with standing too much. Um, I, I do understand so that, I yeah. Think- yeah, I think I definitely put more emphasis into the grappling because now I sort of like, I'm not even trying to be egotistical enough, man. Like, when I, when I fought Connor, I think I, like, like in total, I, I counted all the punches that I landed. I think I landed, like, three to the head and one to the body. Um, and I managed to drop him by just, by, like, within three punches to the head. So, clearly, I know I can stand and I can drop people, like... So, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident in my striking, right? It's just I want to be a bit more confident in my grappling. I want to be able to take mm, people yeah. down and just smash them and maul them. And just make it horrible, you know what I mean? So that would be an emphasis for me right now. Definitely put more emphasis into the grappling. Um, and yeah, see how I develop from there, really. And obviously keep doing my SSC, like just get like stronger. And if I can put on a bit more muscle, ideal. You know what I mean? No. Just uh, be as complete as I can, really. You know what I mean? The connection is not great, but we'll still. Oh. <laughs> On, um, so you know, well, um, just um, in relation to what you said, that I do, from what I can see in mixed martial arts, 
Um, I can see that if your ground game is good, um, and if your stand up is good, then it's almost like you're proper well running fast. And that's not to be, it's to be kind of saying to you, but I do kind of see that, uh, ground game is a lot harder than stand up because you can see with the, those, the Russian guys, Khabib, uh, Makachev and, um, the other guys coming from that part of Russia, Dagestan, um, even Hamza and Chamayev. Did I get that right? Ch- Chamayev. Um, those guys their ground game is really really good and I think um, I've always said that once they get you on the ground that's it you are not getting back whoever their opponent is that's it they are not getting back up Uh, you know so um, I always say that if your ground game is good then I think you've got the advantage over the other person because with with your stand up when you're trying to go on the offensive try and get a knockout in uh, you got the other opponent has the advantage of moving, but if you're on the ground, you you pin to the ground, you can get him into an arm bar or a rear naked choke hold, whatever, and you can you know you you, you can get a win if they tap, you can you've won the fight. So um, yeah, I yeah. do agree with you that um, working your ground game would be really really um, beneficial to you. But I mean, I still say that with a lot of um, caution that I do hope that I don't sound foolish to you or to anyone else listening to this I'm still mainly just a fight fan I've started some kickboxing classes but I'm yet to even get back into that but I do know just the reason why I started and why I'm like, still interested in going on is because it felt really good after after the session um, but um, no I mean your current weight at the moment what is it? Um, I'm not I've had a bit of a it's just been Serbian Easter isn't it? which is like a week <laughs> after like English yeah. Easter. So I'm backing out with the excuses already. I'm not actually stepping no, the right. scales, isn't it? No. So I don't even know, man. Is but I think last time I weighed myself I was like like eighty five or eight yeah, eighty five. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Now I'm probably if I had to take a guess it'd be like eighty six. Something like that. Eighty six, eighty six point five to be fair. Because, like, I'm, I can't, I like, I've, I've got rid of some of the water retention from, like, all them heavy carbs and sweets and chocolates that I had on, on Sunday, innit? So, um, my body's getting back back to, like, where it was just before, just before Easter. So, I reckon I'm, like, if I had to guess, like, no, my body, I'm around 86, 86.5. I'm still a little bit scared to step on the scales. It's one of them ones, like, I've had a mad weekend and I'm like, <laughs> Now, I ask you that because it's to venture into a certain area that I've heard that some athletes have told me certain... Um, things about so I've seen certain um, uh, let me because I call them horror stories about some fighters will cut weight so drastically they've lost so much weight so much fat and maybe even so much muscle that I've seen at some weigh-ins in the UFC that when some athletes have stepped on the scale of the weigh-in they actually faint I've had other athletes yeah. who told me that they've lost so much weight to make weight for a particular fight to uh, just to match up weight in that weight class in that division that uh, they've heard in their brain rattling their skulls now, I mean have you ever lost so much weight to just for a fight have you ever cut weight so drastically like that before um thankfully not yet <laughs> so I can't like I can't lie like I think my last my last weight cut right um so the whole camp I think when I started camp for Connor Timon right for victory yes. um I think I was around like 92 um, and then I got down to like 85 in camp. Um, and then when I, when I cut out carbs and stuff, like, um, cause I cut out the carbs the Saturday before the fight. So seven days before the fight, I cut out carbs and stuff and I got from 85 to 82. Mm-hmm. So the day before my weigh in, I was 82. 
And when I, yeah, so when I stopped drinking water, um, the day before the weigh-in at 12 o'clock, um, I was 82 kilo. And then I literally just pissed everything out. And then the next day I woke up, um, on my weigh-in day and I was 79, right? No, 79.5, right? So then I only had like a two kilo water cut, which ain't too yeah. bad. Um, like the weight cut was just stressful because like I went to go cut weight at my friend's house and his hot water wasn't working. Then I had to go to our mother friend's house and then we finally managed to cut the weight. Had to do the video weight, which was just long. Like I'd rather just weigh in like when I get there. Um, so yeah, it was like, it wasn't too bad. Um, I've never really had to cut that much weight really. I think for my cage warriors fight, I didn't cut any weight. I made weight two days before the fight. Um, which is a bad, bad idea because <laughs> the guy was like stupidly like bigger than me. Um, at my first fight, I wasn't, I think I cut like four kilo. Um, that wasn't like, it wasn't mad hard. Like it was my first weight cut and it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. I'm not going to sure. lie. Okay. Like it's hard, man. It's hard and it sucks. But I think once you're sort of in that mode where you're like, cutting weight you just sort of want to just get the weight off man and you don't really I don't know I'm talking for myself in it like I it sucks cutting weight always sucks man but it's just mm. like when you're in that mode you're like listen man, I just want to get this weight off and I want to get it done you know what I mean like yeah I've never really had to like I don't know maybe if I'm like 73 man then I might I might come back and tell you something else in it you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> but I know like some right. of my friends man they've they've had to cut like stupid amounts of weight and it was like telling me their kidneys were hurting and stuff. And I was like, fuck, man. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. It was bad, man. I think it's because, I mean, I've, I've not, I've done something similar to that, but it wasn't like uh, as extreme because I'm not an athlete. I'm not a mixed martial arts fighter, but I mean, a few years ago, I was doing faster cardio every single day at the gym, virtually every Monday to Saturday. I'd be on the treadmill till I burned off a thousand calories go home, change, comp- and then go back in again for another session, just lifting weights. Now, I started doing that about at around a weight of 105 kilograms. And when I was at my lightest, I was at 91 kg. And I was tracking my calories. But I have to say, I did feel different. Um, I did feel lighter, a bit more energetic, and even much more positive. But I think if I lost any more weights, probably even down to the 70, 79, or 78 kg, I think probably I would have felt really uncomfortable because I think everybody's stature in their physique there's a certain weight that's to match that particular body type not everybody can be can well can even cut weight so easy to that particular to particular weight and without some consequences if, if you know what i mean yeah yeah, so, yeah 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 no i think definitely it's just starts to the individual really man like mm. it, it really like i know what you mean like i agree does depend on like your body type and it depends on the person themselves like if someone wants to make that weight and they're willing to go through hell to make that weight like trust me they're going to make that weight like <laughs> no of course <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like if someone really like if someone's half-hearted about it then you're going to just have a long weight cut me i'll be honest like so you just sort of got to set yourself in that mode where you're like i'm making that weight i don't care what happens i don't care i'm making that weight like you've got to sort of just have tunnel vision for it man you know, because that, that initially, man, like, I see the weight cut as, like, the fight before the fight. Yes, yeah, you know what of I mean? course, yeah. Like, I actually, I actually enjoy cutting weight, which sounds kind of, like, crazy and stupid. I just enjoy it because of the, it helps me channel myself in for the fight. It helps me prepare. It helps my preparation. Because if I, like, I noticed in my second fight where I didn't actually cut weight, I sort of, like, walked into that fight and I was like, man, just a fight, really. You know what I mean? Whereas the fight with Connor. 
Like, cause I had a, I had a weight cut the day before and stuff. I was like, the whole time when I was like cutting out carbs and just eating boiled eggs, man, I was like, mate, like, it's just prep. Like, it's just fight prep. It just puts you in that grafting mode and there's nothing, like, I promise you nothing, like, can prepare you for a fight like a weight cut can, man. Because, the, like, literally a weight cut is hell. A weight cut is hell, no, man. Not, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I genuinely enjoy it, man. You gotta love every part of the process, man. If you wanna do this, you've got to love every part man. even the even the weight cutting man you know what i mean like it sucks but you just gotta you've got to learn to love it man so your most recent fight which uh was with um with con was which was at the victory fights yeah 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 um with connor is it tight yeah connor timon connor timon yeah um so the fight you should have had after you had to pull up because of an injury you had to um to your eye and a staff infection. Uh so I mean now things have moved on a little bit, some time has passed. When can we be seeing you in the octagon again or in the ring again? Um, listen, I think I'll I'll be sparring at the new gym that I'm hoping to go to probably if maybe not this week, but probably start of uh, next week. So from Monday possibly. And at the end of the end of the day, it all depends to what the coach says to me, man. I would like my my like ideal goal. I think victory have like a fight card. I don't know, maybe sometime in June. Um, but I know fights also have a fight card at the start of July, July second. Um, and fight star, I think I believe it's going to be in Crystal Palace National Sports Center, which is like around the corner from my house. I went to college there, so I could sell that arena out, and I would love to fight on fight star, man. You know, I mean, I, I, could, I could easily sell a hundred tickets for that fight, man, and I could shut that arena down, and I'd put on a performance and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. So ideally for me, listen, man, I'm one of them guys. I'm happy to fight whenever, wherever. I don't care. Like any, any time suits me, man. If I can make the weight, and if I can like have at least give me at least like three white, three weeks or four weeks to prep for it, boom, I'll, I'll, I'll make that fight happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, like ideally, I would love to fight on that Firestar card, man. You know what I mean? So Firestar, if you're watching this, I want to, I want to fight on your card. Get me on that card. You know what I mean? I would love to fight on that card, man. I'll be sick. Like, it's in my backyard, man. Like my hometown. Yeah, hey, yeah of it'd course. Be, yeah. It'd be a shutdown. You know what I mean? At least have your people supporting you. Yeah, like all my yeah, all my no. boys, like I've been I've been seeing a lot of my boys and 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 my friends and stuff, and they all been. I told them like I'd like to get on Firestar and stuff in Palace. I mean, I've told him where it is because obviously, like, my first fight was in Camden Town. That was long. And my second fight was in Colchester. That was long. My third fight was in Brighton. Even, like, that's not too far. But now, even some of my boys were like, oh, man, like, Brighton, like. And then even I, I actually managed to sell a table for Shockenall, right? <laughs> Which is in Portsmouth. So, and all my boys were like, listen, if you get a, if you fight at Palace Sports Centre, mate, we will, like, bring, like, a hundred people just ourselves like so that's just like one group of friends that might, I might end up like selling a hundred tickets for so like we will set out the arena shut it down like you, it'll be all my people in the stands literally it'll be all my people in the stands like mate I could I could do a madness on that on that card because it's in my backyard everyone that I know would come everyone that I know would come and watch that no, you know naturally I mean? they would because someone from the well, I was like quarterback yeah. from, from someone from the local community is fighting, so. Yeah, we say from the yeah. ends. Yeah, from the ends. Someone from the ends fighting, man. Everyone wants to come and support me. And I'm, and I'm in the ends fighting, so, like, representing the ends. Everyone would love it, man. People would love it. 
So, um, I think you did tell me that you've got to dash off to work after this. So, um, is there anyone, any sponsors you want to give a shout out to? Any um, coaches, your team, family, friends, agents, yeah, whoever sponsors? Um, obviously, firstly, I want to give a shout out to GK One Striking, Greg. That's my guy. Um, he's the he's the reason like I am like who I am mainly like especially like with, like now with my coaching. I wouldn't be able to coach without learning from him, and I wouldn't be like in a position where I can, and I wouldn't be this good if it wasn't him. If I'm honest with you. Um, shout out to my old team, Apex Army, big up Apex Army, big up my coach, Adam Amazinger. Um, love everyone there. Um, shout out to my sponsor, JMS Cuts, uh, my other sponsor, Comet Sport Nutrition. And, um, yeah, man, just shout out to all my people, man. That's all I can say. Shout out to all my people. They know who they are. They'll see this. And yeah, they know, man. They know. Like, I don't need to say too much, man. But yeah, that's the main people I need. I need to shout out. And shout out to you as well for having me, man. Honestly, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. And to leave, I'll make sure to leave all of the, the links for that in the comments, not not comments, the description below, at least for the YouTube and the Spotify yeah. and the audio platforms as well. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of the Ike M- MMA podcast or the Ike MMA show. I'm here, my guest, uh, Joe, I will keep, make sure I pronounce it. Jovan Mastorovic. Jovan, Jovan Mastorovic. There you go. Yeah, we got it. We got it. If you did like the episode, please don't forget to leave a like and please share and repost this episode. And do not forget to subscribe. You can follow me on Ike MMA on Instagram and on Twitter, and Ike Ojako on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. And also, please don't forget to follow um, Jovan on his um, social media as well. And thank you once again for joining me as well, Jovan. Thank you. Definitely be having you back on the show. Take care. Loved it, man. You too. Take it easy, man. See ya. Peace.